and welcome to Believe in Your Shelf, the official podcast of Muskegon Area District Library. My name is Jen. I'm a youth services librarian, and I'm interested in discovering all that Muskegon has to offer. Things like library resources, recommendations, and so much more. So let's dive in. We did it, y'all. 2023. In the books. Over. Finito. 2024. Here we come. Everybody does their little Spotify wrapped, their little whatever, so I'm just going to do my own wrapped. I did one last year, do one this year. Um, I am slightly embarrassed to admit that um, as of today, I have read 122 books. That's a lot. I know I can't talk about all 122 Side note, my goal was 100. Clearly, I surpassed that. It's my job, partially, and it's a hobby, and also because of the library, it's, um, it's free. So I can't find a fault. So maybe, like, try and balance it a little bit better next year. Like I said, I can't talk about all 122, but I can um, talk about my five-star and a couple of my four-star reads because that's plenty as it is. So when it comes to my five-star reads, I only had two this year, which maybe I'm just a snob or maybe I only read two books that I really think everyone in the whole wide world should read. Coming in hot, the first one is called Three Hours by Roseman Lupton. I read it in January. So my year started out with very high hopes. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty short book. A quick rundown of the book is it takes place in rural Somerset in England in the middle of a blizzard. And um, a school basically is put into lockdown. So... It's told from the point of view of the people who are in the school, the students, um, the teachers, the headmaster, the principal, headmaster in the UK. It's, it's wild. Like, the headmaster is wounded and in the library, and he can't help his, his trapped students. And there's one of the students her name is Hannah she's in love for the first time and there's also the point of view of one of the parents who is obviously outside the building and they they just want to hear news another viewpoint is about one of the one of the students who is a 16-year-old Syrian refugee he is trying to rescue his little brother. They, they go to the same school, but it's like in a different part of the school. There's like a police psychologist who's trying to figure out who the gunmen are. And there's um, practice for like a play going on. Oh, for a Shakespeare play. So there's students in the theater and all these experiences. It's just like the most intense hours of their lives. Three hours is 180 minutes. Like, how much can happen in three hours? It is where evil and terror are met by courage, love, and redemption. 
I know the world is screwed up, but this really, I think, is relevant to current times, and I think it's just a good way for everyone to step in these shoes. It turns out the other five-star read book was also a real heart squeezer. This one is called Cleopatra and Frankenstein, and it's by Coco Malores. I read it in April. So, you know, beginning of the year, I guess, was I was more hopeful. <laughs> um, it's about a 24-year-old British painter, Cleo, and she moved from England to New York, and um, her student visa is about to expire when she meets Frank Frankenstein. Frank. And... Um, He's 20 years older than her, like super successful, and um, he marries her for her green card. And it's just about like their impulsive marriage and their impulsive lives, and they go through so many changes in their life and who they're close to and just the ups and downs of this crazy relationship. Sorry, I shouldn't use crazy. Just this wild adventure, this wild story of a relationship. And I don't know why it spoke to me so deeply, but I just think it explores so many facets of life and so many different ways people live their lives. And I think it's just, I couldn't put it down. So... I only had two five-star books for 2023, and they were Three Hours by Rosamund Lupton and Cleopatra and Frankenstein by Coco Malores. Turns out I gave out four-star accolades a little bit more generously. I had 37 four-star reads this year. Um, of the 37, 13 were um, like romance fluff, like romantic comedy, cutesy stuff. Um, four were nonfiction, adult nonfiction, and four were like YA, young adult, teen, or like middle grade. So clearly I read a lot of adult fiction, which um, sometimes surprises people because I am a children's librarian, but I also am an adult in my real life and like to read adult books just like a lot of adults do just like a lot of a lot of adults like to read YA books um I don't care what you read just read I don't care if you read graphic novels manga you know the whole spiel so um I did read a couple of multiple books by the same author too for example, I read the Dreamland Billionaires series by Lauren Asher, romance. Um, Emily Henry, I wrote, read a couple of hers. Colleen Hoover. Travis Baldry, I read um, Legends and Lattes and, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bookshops and Bone Dust, sorry. Um, both by him, one a book and one a prequel. Um, those are phenomenal. Um, Holly Jolly Ever After, Julie Murphy, Alexis Hall. Um, she writes a lot of romantic comedy kind of contemporary things. Sarah J. Moss. I did get into the Court of 
thorns and roses, roses and thorns, dang, um, and they were really good. Well, my two favorites in the series were um, A Court of Silver Flames and A Court of Mist and Fury. That's just me, just my personal, but I really liked them all. The other ones were um, three stars. Yeah, um, shout out to, um, this is probably my my four and a half I'd give. Um, it's called Adelaide by Genevieve Wheeler. And that book also was a real heart clencher. Um, I'd probably give it four and a half. Like, definitely not for everyone. It's about a college girl who studies in London, meets a boy, and um, just really heavy stuff. But maybe that's why I read a lot of romantic comedy stuff is to balance out how deeply these books wreck me. <laughs> and then, like I said, I read four adult nonfiction. Um, one of them was called Modern Etiquette, which is by Micah Meir. Good old etiquette book. I, If you don't know this about me, I love etiquette. I just, I don't know. I think it's fascinating. Um, and then I also read Fast Like a Girl by Mindy Plez. Um, intermittent fasting. Very interesting. Um, the Kingdom of Prep, which is about the history of J. Crew. Love me a good J. Crew. Um, that one's by Maggie Bullock. And then um, the fourth one. Oh, shoot. I forgot to write down the author of this one. It's called Swipe Up for More Inside the Unfiltered Lives of Influencers. The author, hold on, let me look her up. It's by Stephanie McNeil, and she follows three influencers. Um, one of them I actually knew and followed. Her name is Caitlin Covington, um, and then a a runner and, like, a quote-unquote mommy blogger. And she just talks about how, like, it started and how it um, progressed and how these people make money and, like... I just thought it was super interesting, and I love Instagram. I love social media. I am truly obsessed, like, embarrassingly so. So to really get a sneak peek into that world was mega interesting to me. As far as, like, youth books, I read The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. That is about a girl who... Um, finds out that this, like, Texas billionaire billionaire left her a bunch of money and the family has no idea why. Um, started to read the second one, kind of lost interest. Um, but the first one was really a compelling story. Maybe I wasn't in the right place to read the second one. I don't know. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I will start something and be, like, just not in the right headspace for it. So, And then the second one is called Enemies in the Orchard by Dana Vanderlug. Sorry, Dutch last name. Um, it is about a girl who grows up on in an apple orchard and um, the German POWs, prisoner of wars um, from World War II, um, are shipped to, it takes place in Michigan, and they work on the apple orchards because um, all the men who usually work on the apple orchards are off at war. And it's all written in verse, so it's all like poetry. I just thought it was beautiful, you know, really compelling for 
juvenile fiction middle grade read and it was really easy to read it read really fast and I don't know why I didn't get five stars but you know you rate what you rate and uh, I try not to go back and change them because in the moment that I rate them you know true to how I was feeling um, I also read The Marvelers by Danielle Clayton where there's different like magical families who live amongst the um, not magic people world. The thing is, I also read um, Witchlings by Clarabel Ortega, um, which also is about tweens, I guess, um, and their magical powers. So um, it's been a minute since I've read both of them. Witchlings is about how like you get sorted into your clan and um, the leftovers are in the witchling clan and it's like not a good thing. I feel like I'm getting details of the two mixed up. The um, the Marvelers um, takes what like the main character is from Louisiana, from New Orleans, I believe, New Orleans. And um, so everything kind of has a southern Creole kind of like her family is from the South too. And it just, it, I thought it was really, really interesting, you know, really well written. Both of them are really well written um, for like J fiction when I struggle a lot of times with like the immaturity of the story itself, not the characters. Like, cause I understand like we can't be super well, like you got to write to your audience, but I feel like this one really transcends audiences Lots of good, pretty good four-star books this year. Then, of course, I did peek into my own, like, personal Spotify wrapped. And, uh, like, I knew it was coming, but also I was super frustrated. Um, Bluey took over my Spotify wrapped. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I play Bluey at the beginning and the end of every story time. Like, the album slaps. It's so good. But, like, clearly every Tuesday and Wednesday for, you know, 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after, like, turns out it adds up. <laughs> and so my top song was A Message from the Fairies, which is a delight. I wouldn't call it my top song, but... Clearly, I played it enough. And then um, all my top five songs were Bluey songs. And then as far as artists, number one artist, Bluey. Number two artist, Taylor Swift. <laughs> number three artist, um, Joff Bush, who is the composer of the Bluey album. Wow. And then um, my fourth one is Ludvico Inaudi. Wow, I'm sorry, that was terrible. Um, but he is a composer as well, and it's all, like, classical, like, movie score kind of jams. It's super good. And then, weirdly, number five was Billie Eilish. Can't say I don't have eclectic taste in music. And then, since this is a podcast, I wanted to sneak in my top five listen-to podcasts. Um, the first one is called Royally Obsessed, um, which is all about the... Uh, British royal family like I listen like faithfully so may, no surprise that it's my top listen to podcast and then also maintenance phase which um Aubrey Gordon I talked about one of her books a while ago 
anyway, she co-hosts it, and um, they talk about, like, diet culture and diet myths in American society, and it's just super interesting, and it's hilarious. And Unwind with Poppy Jamie, she is, um, like, a lifestyle, like, influencer. Um, She's from the UK, and she talks about, like, natural, holistic, a lot about meditation, and um, there's one episode that was really interesting about grounding, where you, like, put your feet on the ground every day, and um, just, you know, stuff like that. And my last two are called The Financial Confessions and The Financial Feminist. So your girl is uh, trying to learn about her money, and life's hard, so we got to get all the knowledge so we can be as smart as possible. So there you have it. There is everything I read, whether in print, ebook, audiobook, adult fiction, adult nonfiction, youth fiction, <laughs> what I listen to, whether, you know, done so through work or um, also my child um, probably helped with the blueies on track too, or the podcast I listened to when I wasn't. Uh, trying to work. So hope everyone had a good 2023 and um, looking forward to a very good 2024. Bye y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow Madeline on Instagram at Muskegon ADL and on Facebook at Muskegon Area District Library. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Believe in Yourself. <laughs>